What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. Whoa! Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Zig with the five-month resub. Thank you so much. You get a woo! And then also, this wasn't fucking recorded, but I want to oh, put no, it on the record. Fuck. I want to put it on the record. We t Will and I talk before we start recording the show because we're sitting right fucking next to each other. And Will told me that he's going back and re-watching the Fast and the Furious movies. This will, this will be quick, I promise. But Will, you finally confessed... Well, not, not finally confessed. You finally come to the realization and confessed at the same time that Tokyo Drift is a great Fast and the Furious movie. And what did you say to me, Will? Oh, God. It's it's good. It's like right up there with one for me now. So And one is your favorite, correct? One is my favorite, yeah. Let's go, baby! There you go. Oh, On the man. record, I knew you were going to do that. I'm telling you, fuckers, if you, if you haven't already, go back and watch Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift and realize... That it is, that in my opinion, it, it, objectively speaking, it is the best film in the fucking franchise. All right. This is episode 260 <laughs> for the week of November 6, 2022. Title of this week's episode is Winter is Coming. Yes, obviously it's a riff off Game of Thrones, but who fucking cares? Because the winter update is coming for Halo Infinite. We're going to talk about that. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire. Logic says Tokyo Drift for trash. You're trash. I'm just kidding. Uh, I do love that movie, though. <laughs> And this week, I'm joined by the man decked out in HCS gear, Will, a.k.a. Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? I'm doing all right, man. You know, work was a little stressful today. Our system went down. It made it worse than it needed to be, but I'm off work now. I'm here to talk some Halo. We got some exciting stuff coming up Yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. So... As I'm, long as everything goes according to plan. Well, let's, you know, you know I'm a slight hope that it will, and we'll see what happens. So, yeah. What about you? How are you doing? I'm doing well, I'm doing well as well. Uh, I did not work today because my daughter has an ear infection. And so I just spent the day with her and then got some house stuff done. Um, and then uh, you already know, and in the Discord knows already, but like our fridge broke down over the weekend. So I have a new fridge being installed tomorrow. So fucking all, all awesome shit happening on this front too. Um, but yeah, we have Halo to talk about and it's going to be a great time. For those tuning into the live show, welcome. Hope you guys are having a great night. Uh, welcome to Aura Force. You also get a thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. Welcome to the live show. Uh, Nergly, with a three-month resub, you get a woo! Says lurking at work like usual, plus the T3. Uh, welcome back. Good to see you. Enjoy the lurk as always. Fox too quick. Big logic. Uh, Malamalo. Malo. And Beth, um, and then also Deadbolt, welcome everybody to the live show. Hope everybody's having a great night. Um, and then before we start, I'll just say here quickly, Aura Force and Madtown, again, thank you guys for the follows. Greatly appreciated. Welcome to the live show. Let's get into this shit. Will, on this week's episode of the show, I'm just going to fucking say. Just go. New tournaments and competitions are announced. Roster Mania gets spicy. Spicy. Tournaments are recapped. Our topic of the Halo Infinite Winter Update information overload. It's a ton. It is a ton. But I will say this. Uh, I am not. Okay. There is. Let me preface everything here. Okay. This episode is probably going to be long because there's a lot of talking and a lot of reading. Okay. So I guess I apologize in advance for that. But at the same time, I did my due diligence. I separated um, all of the Winter Update blog posts on Waypoint and I separated um, individual information from the articles in a competitive sense and a general sense. 
So we'll open our topic with the competitive sense and then we'll move on to the general sense, try to keep things uh, split them that way. But uh, yeah, we'll have a lot of discussion. It's going to be a good time. It'll probably be a little bit of a longer one. Fox, love you too. Thank you for enjoying the long episodes. Um, Halo 4 celebrates its 10th anniversary and I'm really actually surprised that nobody like tagged me in Discord and was like, oh my God, Josh, look, it's your fucking shit. I wasn't going to do it, but I was waiting for it as well. I'm surprised nobody did because it, for those that are new here, the running joke is that I that Halo 4 is like my favorite fucking game of all time when it's not, but I do like, I enjoy the game from a casual multiplayer perspective. I think that game's multiplayer is casually awesome. Who are you kidding? You could have gone pro. Yo, who are we kidding? I could have gone pro. You know, I could have been one of them Halo 4 pros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extraction, you know. where you at? Uh, but no. You know, Extraction was Reach, wasn't it? Am I stupid uh, right now? Uh, and see, this is why. I'm blanking, this is why I'm would, blanking you know, on it. Uh, Pro says, hi, from Quebec, from Quebec, Canada. Welcome Hello. to the live show. Good to see you. Uh, and then Toussaint says, gross. That's fine. You can. It's all good. I get it. I get it. I get the hate and disdain for Halo 4. I completely understand it. From a casual multiplayer perspective, I think that game is fucking awesome. Um, from a campaign perspective, I think it left a lot to be desired. Um, Insert Cortana here. Yes. Literally, <laughs> like, hey, remember, De remember original Destiny 1 and you put your ghost in everything? It's the same exact thing for Halo 4, except this time it's Cortana. And, uh... I will also say that I actually really enjoy the art style of four. I think reaches is my favorite art style because I love the realism, but like, I, I like the, I don't know. I like the aspects of fours shit. So the splinter nades wasn't a fan of the look at the splinter nades in four. That's fine. Oh, I wasn't a fan of a lot of things in four for being completely honest. Uh, or four says I'm a young gun who started on infinite. Hey, and that's perfectly fine. Right. We, we appreciate you all the same Wait, people bought halo four Kappa. I mean, mine came with my Xbox. I didn't really have to True buy it. Uh, you know what's funny, though, is that Halo 4 actually did sell really well. So if you go back and just look at, I mean, the, all the Halo games sell really well. So that's kind of besides the point. But fuck it. We have other shit to talk about. We're not talking about Halo 4 until later on in the goddamn show. Will, let's get started with some competitive news. C4's Octa Contest announced. This is by Legendary C4. It's Corey, if you don't know, and he's awesome. C4's Octa Contest, uh, it's where he's looking for the best octagon warm-up map. This is the perfect low-key contest to test your newly found Forge skills. Prize is $100 to the best map. Sign-ups are currently live. You can check out the link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point, show notes, and chat if you're watching live, or check out the description on the audio version of the VOD on YouTube for a link to the show notes. And the criteria being judged is as follows. The aesthetics, overall look, appearance, and lighting. The size, big enough to enjoy 1v1 to 8-man free-for-all. Creativity, be as creative as possible. And then the spawn system, adequate initial and respawn spacing. Contest date and times include the final submission date is Thursday, November 17th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central. And live judging date will be on Saturday, November 19th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at 6 p.m. Central. So fucking make an octagon map because we're going to need them. We're going to need them. Europa Halo Fall Series Finals information by Europa Halo. The Fall uh, the Fall Series Finals will return with the eight with the best 8 teams playing off in a double elimination bracket for the prizes and the glory. November 19th, 2022 at twitch.tv/europahalo forward slash with drops as a matter of fact. And a 250 euro prize pool. So check that out. Speaking of events, JJ Events announced their next event. This is by JJ Events. It's a 4v4 double elimination seeded tournament. 
and it's on December 3rd at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you vote in more ways than one. If you're in the United States, election day is November 8th. That's tomorrow, the day after recording. Make sure you vote in your general election. Your voice should be heard. And then also vote for the HCS finalists in the eSports Awards. Is by the eSports Awards. Uh, the people within the HCS space are up for the following awards. Formal is up for best controller player. Bound is up for controller rookie of the year. Onset is up for play-by-play caster. Lottie and Golden Boy are up for host. Bravo is up for color caster. And Formal is also up for play of the month. So vote for them, please, and thank you. Optic Invitational tickets are available right now by the HCS. Spectator tickets for the Optic Halo Invitational are available right now. Grab yours and join us next month at the Esports Stadium in Arlington, Texas from December 10th through the 11th. And finally, Infinite Server Stability update. In quotes, this is by Snakebite and... Unishek. Thank you, Will. Snakebite says, I'm super excited for Forge. Like, I actually can't wait for Octagon, CTF warm-up, minigames, etc. But I beg Halo to do something about the servers before the December holidays when people will be away. Server issues since July with no progress is unacceptable for a game. And then Uni said, hey, PJ, the investigation is progressing, but totally understand the frustration about not seeing results in-game yet. We're able to reproduce it internally and gather data. We just need to keep digging into that data. Hope to be able to share more when the progress is made. Since July. That's fucking cool. Said no one. And that's it for the competitive news. Uh, Malum says, I love that there's a dedicated sound button for Unishek. And the best part is, is that we actually have, like that is his voice uh, locally recorded yeah. when we were at Halo Outpost Chicago. We we bum rushed and we're like, hey, would you mind just saying your name for us real quick? And he did. Yeah. And that's our button. Sorry to take a drink. Um, your upcoming choice for the week was sent to my noobcomma.com. Check out noobcomma.com for all your Halo Esports needs. Uh, daily tournaments, Z League daily tournaments, and First Blood daily tournaments. If those are still going on, there's a link. You can go check them out. Monday, November 7th, that's today, the Esports Arena Series E tournament is taking place, and I believe Clutch and uh, Tools are casting that, as a matter of fact. Very nice. Saturday, November 12th, the Sindos Infinite Doubles Tourney, and on Sunday, November 13th, we have the Precautions, Halo 5. Halo 5. 2v2 tournament. Halo number 5. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I'm fucking derailed stupid. it. Fuck it. Uh, that's it for your upcoming service of the week. Presented by noobcom.com. Check out noobcom.com for all your Halo sports needs. Will. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Daddy. What do we got next? Roster Media. Oh, dude. All right. It's it's happening, people. Roster Mania. Um, Full swing. Yeah. Here we go. Suppress. Announces free agency. And he states, unrestricted free agent for the 23 HCS season. Had a great time under Fnatic. Since my contract is up, I'm exploring all options going into next season. Fluriously announces free agency as well. Free agent for HCS season two, looking for organizations to play for and teams to push into higher echelon, into the higher echelon. Uh, can be a team of two with an upcoming player as well. 
Uh, Predevinator might be teasing a little bit here, and it's uh, in, it just says Intel and Gift of Ghosts from Call of Duty. So here's so here's where I'm conflicted on the whole predev sh- situ- situation, if yeah. you will. Is that I think it was literally last week he tweeted out like, "All right, who's serious about season two? or something R- like that? Right. DM him, yeah, and then he posts this shit with Call of Duty, yeah. Like, is he trying to come up through the AM scene there? I don't fucking know, man. Right. Like, what's G1 gonna do? Who knows? Or is G1 moving to Call of Duty? The whole team. Holy shit. Oh, man. Wow. What's Boo Boo going to do? What's Boo Boo going to do, Boo? He's going to take some Doo Boos. He's going to take, take their Doo Boos. <laughs> that's what, he's, he's, what Boo Boo's going to do, Boo, right there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, new SSG roster looking for scrims. And it's by Nugget. And he states, is there any team that wants to schedule some scrims for the Dallas event? Hit me up. Him, not me. New roster of SSG wants to get prepared for the event. Uh, H2 Goat Cheese with the primer. Wow. Great name. Love it. Thank you so much for the sub. You get a wow. Keep thank it up, you, Thank you. Um, potential native Mikwin roster. Some some speculation going on here, but Mikwin, Rain, Rhinoob, and Carmea played together in a scrim. And Suspector tweeted, Mick and... Um, where Mikwin replied with the office gift of fist bumping. Yeah. So like, I, I, like, I, I'm a little curious. I'm a little curious, you know, uh, diligence says the wife and I'll be heading to the optic invitational next month. First time going to a major tourney. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. Uh, wishing you the best of luck and, uh, enjoy it and go say hi to people. Should be a great time. I'm excited to see what, the, who, what the teams will be that are there. Yeah. Cause we really, still don't know. Really going to be interesting. Yep. So oh, the, this whole thing. Um, so yeah, Carme- Carmea was in the scrim, and uh, and I believe before this happened, like when when you talk about United disbanding their roster, uh, when Mickwin replied to Suspector's tweet about the dropping of the roster with that gif, and like again, I'm just wondering what if it is just literally E United, but it's Native Gaming instead, and then um, it's Mickwin on the roster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if it, it works, it works. And I, the, yeah, I think it'd be fucking awesome. Uh, Clutch World says I played fifteen. I placed fifteenth in the HCS Orlando FFA. Hell yeah, man! And Clutch, welcome to the live show. Thank you for the follow. Uh, Force says I want to go to a LAN event so bad, but none of them are anywhere near Minnesota. Hey, you know we're all that stuff, same fucking camp, man. Hey, what we got? Uh, we only have one major announced right now, or two? One. One a singular major has been announced. In. Charlotte. Charlotte, North Carolina, yes. We still have two other options, right? That may land uh, Chicago, yeah. please. Like, come on. Yeah, just fucking come up north more. Just fucking move up. It's all you got to do. I get it. It gets cold here. We all know that. But, man, we got some cool-ass venues up in this bitch. Just move up. How hard is it? Where do you think? I, I said the uh, the armory. Is there enough space for everything? Absolutely. With that, with that downstairs area? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. absolutely there's enough space in the armory. Like, come the fuck on. How is Mick when play style compared to Snipe Down? Is it an upgrade for EU United? Well, I mean, it wouldn't be EU United. Like, it would, well, it would be that, like that former EU United roster justice. And Will's going to talk about that soon. Um, but, yeah, the old EU United roster. I think that, personally, I don't think that Snipe Down had enough time to gel on that EU United roster. And we already knew that Snipedown, we already knew he was going to move to Apex anyway. That's kind of besides the point. 
Dave with the 30-month resub. Woo! Thank you very much, Dave. Davey Wavy. One of our, wait for it, swords of Sanghelios. I haven't heard that in a while. I know. Because Dave hasn't fucking been here in a while. Um, It's been a while since Dave's been in the fucking chat. I don't think Mickwin compares to Snipe Down in a skill for skill level. I think, um, granted, we haven't seen Mickwin play in a competitive sense in a year. Actually, over that, if we really think about it, because he's worked for 343. So I think he definitely has the skills to pay the bills. Um, and I'm excited to see where he land, like where what roster he ends up being with under native gaming. Um, I just think that I think that his play style would would coalesce with with a Rye new play style as well. I think that would work out. I think it would work out. Yeah, I think it would work out. And then Tussain says, uh, Mickwin in his prime is just as good, if not better, doesn't get the credit. I love that take. That's a great take. Love that take. Clutch, welcome to the Discord. Love that take. It's a great take. I agree. So I'm, just, I'm just really fucking looking forward to what that roster eventually becomes. Will, you can continue. I'm sorry to take it away. Oh, all good. Um, another piece here, Vex Gaming leaves competitive Halo. And I believe they put this out on Twitter. It says, today we announce our depo- departure from competitive Halo Infinite. With the current Halo competitive landscape not looking as strong as we would like it to be, we have come to a very hard decision to leave the space. To depout. Halo was... <laughs> Words, man. They're always tough. They're hard. Uh, Halo was a huge part of our goals going into Infinite. However, after seeing the direction 343 Industries have chosen to take, we can't see any value in continuing down this path and have little faith in the growth of the title, particularly in the EU region. So they confirmed the departure of Squashy, Looney, Warlord, and Holloway. Sad to see another org go from the EU region, though. Yeah. You're going to hold it there. All right. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll leave it there. And then yeah. as we just kind of talked about in the previous, uh, you know, McWin thing, United releases entire roster by United and former members. So we'll go through each one of their statements. And then I'm going to take it at the end. Okay. Go ahead. United stated, we want to thank United Halo for being a part of our inaugural season in Halo Infinite. We wish them the very best in their next endeavor. Echidna, being a content creator for United, stated, Very thankful for all, all the opportunities I have been receiving lately. Many I feel undeserved, but I'm more than grateful nonetheless. Especially thank you, or especially thankful for being a small part of United the past year. I had nothing but good experiences. Uh, and she did the blue, red, and white hearts for the United colors. And it says, incoming streamer for question, question, question mark in her bio. So maybe a org change there. Yes. Yes. Snipedown stated, nothing but great things to say about how I was treated during my time here. Wishing everyone the best going forward. Suspector, one of my favorite teams and orgs to have been a part of. Unrestricted going into next season. Ready to put in work and win a championship wherever I land. Ryan Noob, it's been a hell of a season and I love my time under E United. But now it's time to look forward to season two. Uh, Chig, it's been an honor to represent EU this season. Lots of ups and downs, good and bad decisions, and what ifs. Thanks to everyone if, everyone for the opportunity to stand behind some great players. I don't know what's next for me or if I'll coach next season or not. I fucking hope you do, Chig. Agreed. And then finally, uh, EU Burns. 
in absolute in absolute I think pleasure. it's an absolute pleasure, but abs- whatever. An absolute pleasure working with every iteration of our roster this year. I'm going to miss them deeply and know they will continue to thrive. Special shout out to our core three, Chig, Ryanub, Rain. From the start to finish, I learned a lot and had some fun. And then I think this is where you want to yep. take it. Okay, so I I was a little conflicted on how I wanted to handle this. Um, and, and Beth... Beth says, I just wish they'd drop Ryanu because I really don't want to have to root against McQuinn. So, uh, okay. So when the announcement took place that when E United put out their statement that they were dis- that they were dropping their roster and content creator, um, and everybody put out like a uh, like a formal nice tweet, right? regarding yeah, the yep. organization and all that. Uh, Spartan took it upon himself to n- not do that. Um, and so here's what I have. Once the roster tweet went out for United, Spartan continued to be an ass online, mainly pointing, mo- mainly pointed towards Burns, but then getting ugly once uh, Ryan Oob had enough of the bullshit. And so it sounds to me personally, and I typed this out because like I was trying to formulate an opinion on this. So it sounds to me like it was only Spartan who felt he was treated unfairly on the roster. Although we have yet to see or hear anything from King Nick. Okay. Because I still believe we haven't seen anything from King Nick regarding his time being on the roster. Okay. Um, But we know that King Nick and Spartan work well together. They're on phase together and uh, hopefully they thrive together as well. But ever since the whole Spartan benching himself situation, the fine situation, blah, 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 blah. It was all, everything was around him. And every time he would, uh, he would spew shit about Burns. Like that's really what it came down to, to me is what I was able to see. So Spartan put out this first tweet that said, United loves to shaft their talent. Uh, Welcome to the club. At least this time around, you won't be held against your will for two and a half months. Like I was. Okay. So that was the first tweet. Then there was a second tweet that he had since deleted. And this is what that said. I feel bad for the roster because now they have to look for new jobs on another team. But I can't say I didn't see it coming when you have a lying, manipulative fuckhead as your general manager. Okay. Again, directed towards Burns. So then Ryanu basically had enough and clapped back. Or not necessarily clap back, but try to like, you know, he, he had enough. So he put out his own statement and then that went on for a while. Okay. That just went on for a fucking while between Ryan Oob and Spartan. So then Spartan deleted all of his tweets. Okay. All of them regarding that thread deleted all of them and the replies. And I think it's ironic considering that's exactly what Ryan said he would do because he does it every time. So Ryan said that quick delete it before you get in trouble for the upteenth time. And then, and I, and I, I don't have the response. Like I don't have the Spartan tweet because he deleted it. So I don't have the initial tweet that that was a response to same with this one where Ryan who also says you literally do. It's all you tweeted about for months and you go back and delete them. Then come here and pretend you don't. So. I said it before and I'll say it again. I am all 
for anybody having the ability to defend themselves, whether it be in person, online, no matter, like whatever, it doesn't matter. You should always have the opportunity to defend yourself. You should always have the opportunity to clap back, if you will. Okay. If you're being clapped at, you deserve to be able to clap back. Okay. Um, did he this update this, that? This was posted November 2nd. Okay. I'll let you read that in just a second. So, but at the same time, my problem with Tyler is that he does the same shit over and over and over and over and over again. And it really just feels like he's playing the victim at this time. I, I'm never doubting his skill. I think his skill is great. And I really do hope, and I've said it about this phase roster, I'm done doubting them. Like, I'm done doubting the phase roster. I hope they thrive. I hope they do really well. But I also, and he's, and that's the thing too, is that he said it countless time and time and time again where he's going to get off Twitter. He's going he's gonna to reevaluate things. He's going to come back with a better mentality. He's going to be, for lack of a better term, nicer to people online. But... Like, I get it. You can clap back if people are clapping at you. That's perfectly fine and dandy. But the one time someone says something that is can be construed as slightly negative towards you, you take that as an opportunity to just fucking dive bomb on them. And we talked about how, like, how the fuck would this Ryan Noob Spartan thing work again anyway? Like, who, wow. Right, right. And clearly it didn't. Like, clearly it didn't fucking work. I just some of the things that Ryan Noob said were fucking stupid. A lot of the things that Spartan said were fucking stupid. Spartan deleted all of his tweets like Ryan said he was going to do because he does it anyway every single time. And that's that. So I hope that the beef stays within Halo. Like it is. I hope it stays within Halo. And I also hope that I also hope that Tyler, that for lack of a better phrase, you can grow up. Because you're an adult. And I always say that you should you should act professionally regardless of where you are. Because things can come back to bite you in the ass. And I don't want them to come back and bite you in the ass. That's all. I just want you to grow from it. That's all I want. I just want him to learn and I want him to grow from it. And every single time it, he says he's going to, things just devolve into more bullshit every single time. But will you have something that he put on on the 2nd of November? Go yeah. ahead. And he just, it was a reply. He's like, I deleted my tweets because I was a bit off my rocker today and probably wouldn't have tweeted everything otherwise. But I'm going to make it known I stand by everything I tweeted and all of it is funny. AF. Have a good night, everyone. Tomorrow's a new day. So it's... It's like that giving an excuse for being that way, but still standing by what he said. It's like, so you, you do mean to be an negative ass. and yeah. condescending and all this. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't understand where the, um, you know, I just, if you saying he wouldn't tweet it, but still believes it doesn't help anything. Right. And, my, my problem is that like, again, a lot of the, a lot of the statements, if not all the statements before Ryan came into the situation, were all pointed at Burns. 
Like he didn't have any problems with the other teammates on his roster. He had no problems with any of that. It was, it was really just all directed towards Burns until Ryan stepped in and then they went at it. But my problem with this whole thing is, and we already know, and I know Tyler is going to say what he wants to say because that's what he does. He says what he wants to say when he wants to say it. But, and you, and I know he doesn't give a shit about how he looks online or maybe he does because he deletes all of his fucking tweets. I don't even know. But the fact of the matter is you say what you say, you stand by what you say. And I think it makes you look childish. Like when you have a lying manipulative fuckhead as your general manager. Great thing to say. Great thing to say. And then delete. Um, Best says Spartan stuff was uncalled for, for sure. Like I'm 100% for him clapping back at people that come after him. Absolutely. But him continuing to stir the pot with stuff that doesn't really involve him anymore. They ended up, uh, he ended up in a better spot in my opinion. So in my head and my mind, just count your blessings and move on is annoying. Yeah, I can, I can agree with that as well. Beth also says, I want to say that, uh, I want to say that was in response to the one where Spartan was talking about Ryan Cock writing him the whole time they teamed saying he was the best in the game then turned immediately after Spartan was on the roster, wasn't on the roster anymore, which was true. But again, don't agree with how Spartan handled it. it Malum says Tyler on Twitter is like a sour patch kid that lacks sweetness. That is probably the nicest way. Malum, if I could, if I could print and, and like frame a, a comment, if I could print and frame a comment, I would do that for your comment. Tyler on Twitter is like a sour patch kid that lacks sweetness. That's such a nice way to put it. Yeah. Uh, Diligent says it's sad that Halo didn't return to its former glory. Uh, days after a very promised first few weeks. I hope tomorrow is a new beginning for Halo infinite drama like this. though it doesn't help with building the entertainment factor drama like this though, does help with building the entertainment factor. And it definitely it, does. It does. It does. And the whole, the whole like Spartan Ryan thing from even back in the day was also, it was always funny like to watch it was always entertaining, but I think it crosses a line though. We've already crossed the line. Yeah. In my opinion, it, it, it crossed the line a long time ago, but it, it, it crossed the line even further when Tyler comes out and, and just starts like bashing the GM of that organization. And then when Ryan Oob is like, no, I've had fucking enough of this, man. What are you doing? And then they just go at it. And I'm like, oh my God, come on. And then Ron brings up a good point as well. Mental health problems are intense. Depression is a motherfucker. That being said, it isn't a shield. I personally remove myself from any situations that can feed fuel to that or bring out your worst. Remove yourself. That's my thing. I retract and work inward, then branch out when I'm more secure. Lashing out at others is just an easy way to promote the, to others the things you're trying to get away from. Ron could not have said that better myself. Beautiful. And we already, And we also know, and this is not like this is just to raise awareness, right? Is that we know that Tyler is dealing with depression. Like we understand that. Um, this is, it's why I always say that I hope that he can look back like Ron says and work inward. I want him to learn from his, I don't know if he's going to call them mistakes, but I consider them mistakes in the way that he carries himself online. And I would hope that he'd be able to look inside himself. And if he wants to, I would hope he'd want to, but if not, that's him to learn from it, grow and be a better person because of it. I, I think the thing that's getting worrisome for me is that he said he's wanted to grow and reverts back to this every single time. 
Yes. Like maybe he just needs to delete Twitter entirely. I mean, Twitter's going to shit anyway, let's be real. But like if he just deletes it anyway, he's ahead of the curve. And then he won't have to deal with it. I do wish him luck though on Reddit because he made a Reddit account and that shit's going to get spicy. Oh boy. Yep. Be prepared, Tyler. Be prepared. Stay out of that one. Um, so yeah. All right. So yeah. So there's that. That's the Spartan United situation. Perfect. And I'm good with ending it right there. Um, Will, thank you for going through roster mania. I appreciate course, it as always. Course. And uh, I would have scrim recaps, but there's nothing to recap as of right now. So we're going to move on. Will, would you mind going through the tournament and league recaps for the last week? Of course. We'll start off with the Halo Rec League Season 6 Premier Tournament. And here are the results. First place champion for the Master Division included Bark of Oh, Barricade. I just am so re- used to reading Barcode. I was like, Barcode? Uh, it's Barricade, Laserful, um, Something Die? I don't know. Your guess is as uh, good as mine, Vul- my And Vulcan CR. It looks like, it looks like Meaty or Remedy, maybe? I, I don't know. And then first place for championship, first place champion in the contender division was SRT Jacks. Insanity, sick, and Rodimus. Sick. So sick. So sick. Next up, play Griffball Halo Reach Draft Tournament. Here are the results. Fourth place was Washed Squad. This included Squad. Sa- <laughs> Sabasaurus Rex, God Snipes, uh, Lightsaber, and Moldy Volts. Third place went to Hammers and Roses. This included Hell's Angel. Genesology, <laughs> Genesology, uh, Skullin, and Lunar Panda. Some of these gamer takes, man. Second place oh, went I to Reverse know. Sweepers. Uh, this was Imperative, It's Real, Finesse God, and uh, Murky? Mercy? Mercy. It's Mercy. That's Mercy. First place went to Like <laughs> Clockwork. It was uh, Insightful, Lux, uh, Un... un- Unbees, Unbees, and Zalinthia. 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 That's a that's a actually cool gamer tag. I like that it one is. a lot. Oh, you like it a lot? Yeah, Zalinthia. It sounds. Are we like, adding that to the list? It sounds like it could be in like Lord of the Rings. Are we adding that to the list? Yeah, sure. Zalinthia. All right. Zalinthia. We haven't added a name to the list in quite a while, and we're it's reaching the end while. of the year. Since I've been adding to this list, oh, we have a problem. <laughs> No, 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 no. Let's take the Spartan approach. Everybody else has problems. Oh. All right, that was, that was oh, probably okay, a little okay, too okay, mean okay, right yeah, there. Yeah. Just, uh, I'm sorry. Take that we'll, back. We'll reel it in. Yeah. My bad, guys. <laughs> that, was to- that was toxic. That's my bad. Cool. All right. Uh, that, that does it for the tournament and league recaps. You know, we're kind of in this uh, limbo mode for HCS between seasons. Yeah. Just looking forward to... Uh, I can't wait for the optic and the is it SSG that's putting something on? Yeah. Yep. Yep. They'll be putting something on in the preseason after the uh, optic invitational. So it should be a good time. Well, that means we're going to get into our topic of the show. Yeah. 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 So the topic of the show this week. <laughs> For those listening to the audio version of the show or may not have caught that on the video, um, 
I will stare at Will if he didn't change the screen over to what that we're talking about. And so I said, I was reading chat. I'm yeah, sorry. No, you're good. So I'm like, let's get to the weekly topic. And the, the screen didn't change over. So I just looked over at him the whole time while I waited until he did so. And here we are. Here we are. That's what we do here on HCS Pro Talk. We derail. So this is where things are going to get really wordy. Um, but I think it's important to go through. Not It's not all of it, but I think it's important we go through most of it because all of this is coming and not really coming um, with the winter update slated to release tomorrow. And uh, obviously we'll go through the times as well, but we're going to start. So this is the topic is the winter update information overload. And we're going to open with the competitive updates or like things that could be considered competitive, but like ranked and all that stuff all in one spot. So the playlist schedule for the winter update, this is by Unishek. The thing I took out of this blog post for the competitive side is rotational ranked slot, a playlist that fosters a competitive experience. Examples include ranked doubles, ranked FFA, etc., etc. Winter Update's first ranked rotational playlist will be ranked survivors, consisting of ranked variants of the attrition and elimination modes. So yes, that means that ranked FFA goes bye-bye until December. Just a heads up. So, yeah, we're going to have fun, folks. Right now, our plan is for ranked rotationals to be live for two weeks before the slot shifts to another ranked offering. The two-week cadence was chosen based on data from ranked FFA and ranked doubles performance, which both saw their engagement decline after their first two weeks. Ranks will not reset when a playlist rotates out, so you'll be able to continue your progress the next time it comes back. Since we'll keep a predictable cadence, there will be multiple opportunities to jump into your favorite ranked experiences. So that's nice that they're not going to reset your rank when it rotates out. But then my question is, when will they reset ranks? Is this, this going to be like every season they reset ranks at that point for every playlist? I would assume. Okay, I would assume so too. I don't think it was. I don't think it was outlined within the article, but that's besides the point. Um, the rest of that article will cover in the general portion of the topic. But next up for competitive, we have the Halo Infinite Forge Beta FAQ by 343 Industries. So when does the pit hit matchmaking? The pit remake is targeted to land in matchmaking before the end of the year, with other official legacy map remakes planned for further down the road. So they couldn't fucking announce them at Orlando because God forbid they have more than one map ready to go to showcase Oh, but Hey, more coming down the road. And that's exciting. Nonetheless, I am excited. We'll have more details to share later, but in the meantime, we expect no shortage of awesome throwback community creations that could also make their way into matchmaking per the question above that we'll read later. Will you be looking at or taking submissions for maps to be added to the HCS rotation? We'll be looking far and wide for cool community-made experiences to promote in our recommended section and add to our playlists. So right now, the answer is no. Halo 5 had a couple of amazing Forge maps make it into the HCS rotation. Fisher, Echelon, and Refuge. I don't know if, I don't know if amazing would have been the words to use there, but you know. They gotta hype themselves up. They right? gotta hype themselves up. But hey, hey, huge props to the folks that made them. Like, that's cool. I don't think they really worked for a competitive sense. And we see the potential for that to happen again. 
Of course, the maps would need to be tested and iterated on thoroughly before making their way into rotation, but we fully expect that some of the maps made in Halo Infinite's Forge will have what it takes to make it into the HCS eventually. In other words, not fucking now! In the meantime, the team does have plans to incorporate Argyle and the Pit remake, both built from the ground up and forged to the HCS lineup as a first step. Good. Next up from the competitive side, matchmaking and ranked improvements for the winter update by... Unishek. Local region matchmaking. We know that having good latency to the server is an important part of what makes Halo or any FPS fun. And we prioritize latency quite high within our matchmaking. However, we know that some folks want more control over their latency. So, as we discussed in a previous post, we're working to give you that control. To that end, we've added a new feature that will allow players to choose to match exclusively into games hosted within their local region. This option can be found in the settings under gameplay, matchmaking, search region. The default is expanded which is the existing behavior. We try to match you in your region, but we'll allow matches outside. Changing the setting to local will limit your matches just to your region. Choosing to search only in your local region will generally improve your latency to the server because all your games will be played on a data center within that region. I'll believe it when I see it. However, it may also increase your matchmaking time and reduce the fairness of matches you get. We decide your local region based on the data centers that you have the best ping to, and the regions we are currently using are Asia, Australia, Brazil, Europe, and North America. It's important to note that each region may have multiple data centers. So you still may see some change in ping from game to game as a different data center is chosen within your region, depending on which of these data centers is better for the players in the game. Or the game may fuck you, and we're like, hey, you have unstable packet loss anyway, so fuck off. Or hey, did you want, did you want 20 ping this game? What about 200 ping? Can we give you that instead? What about 50? What about 1,000? What about 5? Well, 55? 300? Whoa! You know? That's a joke for what we see currently. A couple notes about how this feature works with the, with fire teams. The fire team's leader setting is used to determine whether a search region is local or expanded. If the players in your fire team are located in different regions, the matchmaking system will pick a single region that strikes the best balance for all the players in your fire team. So, for example... If your four-person fire team has two players in Europe and two in Australia, it'll, it's likely that your fire team's reasonably set to Asia to get the best possible experience. Oh boy, that sounds like a good time for everybody involved in that bonkers-ass fire team. Updates to CSR. We've received a lot of feedback that the CSR progression doesn't feel right and that the CSR gains and losses were too closely based on personal statistical performance which doesn't always represent the impact a player can have in the game. Examples include communication, map positioning, spawning knowledge, etc. To address these concerns, we have overhauled the algorithm that determines CSR gains and losses after a match. We've made it more configurable and set up the configuration so that a win or loss for the whole team matters more than individual performance when determining the CSR gains and losses for each player. Thank fucking God. So now, now you won't be hindered if you are a better uh, objective player than you are a pure slayer. Wonderful. Isn't it wonderful? Like, it, that's, I'm not joking. Like, are, that's are genuinely the, a great change. Are the, are the statements going to come out now, though, where people are like, oh, you got carried to Diamond or you got carried to Onyx? Did like, those statements ever go away? 
Probably not. Exactly. Uh, I felt like those statements have always been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ron wants pizza. Hey, I feel you. We got lost margaritas today and they fucked up my order. So I'm not, you know, I didn't get the Mexican food I wanted, but I got the Mexican food I ate. So (laughs) it's better than what I had. What did you have? Well, I didn't have time to eat dinner between coming from work and here. So I had two beef sticks. Oh shit. Oh God. I'm sorry if this episode's going to be long. Then it's all right. Might need to get some candy in you. Taco Bell will be open by the time. maybe. Oh, there you go. Good point. (laughs) Good point. Uh, and force, don't worry about it. Nobody understands how it works because it's broken anyway. Woo. Reduced and clear penalties. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm, I fucking moved on. Whoops. Um, oh yeah, no, I didn't. Okay. So reduced and clear penalties and ranked games with uneven teams. Again, this is, this is, should be a good change. Currently when a player fails to connect to a ranked match or quits early in the match, Other players are forced to play out the entirety of the match, even though it may not be fun, particularly for those on the quitters team because the teams that because the team that's short will likely lose to address this in the near term. We're making some changes to the penalties that players will see when they quit in these situations. There are two types of penalty for quitting early in ranked games, bans and CSR penalties. Both of those will be improved with an upcoming change, which is currently set to land on November 10th, shortly after the winter updates launch. Just a few days, okay? Just a couple days, really. So improved ban logic in uneven ranked matches. Currently, anyone who quits will receive a flag, and getting too many flags in a short period of time will result in a ban. We're updating the rules so that only the first person to quit will receive a flag. Everyone else in the game may quit without fear of getting banned. Okay? A couple of notes on this. Network disconnects count as quits. Unfortunately, if they didn't, bad actors could just pull their network cables when they wanted to quit. Other offenses like cheating, team killing, or going idle will still always result in a flag regardless of whether others have quit. Okay? That sounds good to me. Because, you know, we always have those instances where you'll load in and somebody will just be like, ah, fuck this, and just leave. And then you're forced to play through it or lose CSR, whatever it may be. Yeah. And now at least you won't get banned for that shit. I'm curious though about the CSR. Well, it's it's. I was gonna say because like I've had I've had times where I've been in a full party team. Yeah, and I'm the fourth person of that team, and I just don't load into a game. Right? It says like waiting to join, and then a random fourth will join that game. Now, since if I don't sit there, like on that screen for the waiting to join. Will I get a penalty or a flag as they speak of because I didn't join the ranked game I was trying to join? But I don't I'm, think so because I don't to... think the game loaded in yet. Okay. Yeah, I don't think the yeah I don't think the game had loaded in yet, so I don't know. Don't take my word for it because I literally don't know. But I would assume that no, you wouldn't be fucked because of it. You know. Right. Improve CSR logic during uneven ranked matches. Currently, anyone who quits a ranked game will lose 15 CSR points regardless of when they quit or when or whether others quit first. We're changing the rules so that the first person to quit will always lose 15 CSR points. So go fuck yourself. But if that first person quits early in the game, the CSR losses and gains for everyone else will be capped at plus or minus five CSR points. That means anyone who leaves the match after an early quitter will only lose five CSR points. I don't know about, I don't know if I like that anyway. A few more notes about specifics here. Early in the game means the first couple of minutes. And as covered above, network disconnects counts as quits. 
We're limiting the first person quit timer for the CSR lottery to prevent potential abuse of this new rule. If the timer goes too late into a match, one player could quit after noticing the game wasn't going in their way just to reduce the CSR impact on their teammates. We believe we've landed on a good time window, but we'll monitor these updated rules around ban flags and quitting to make sure they land well out in the wild. Additionally, come the winter update, we will reset CSR ranks so that we can give everyone a fresh start and ranked with all of these updates. So yes, tomorrow, as long as everything goes according to plan and the update releases on time, ranks will reset. Okay. Future matchmaking improvements. Clear display of CSR changes. In addition to making the size of CSR changes more sensible, we are making changes to the in-game UI so that it's easier to see how many points you actually gained or lost after a game. Instead of just showing a visual progress bar for your rank, we'll also show your current CSR, the CSR value for your next rank, and your CSR progress in your most recent game all as numbers. And then CSR-based matchmaking. And again, these are future updates. These are not coming with the winter update. Last but certainly not least, we are also working on an update to ranked matchmaking that will primarily match players based on their current CSR. Our existing system matches purely based on skill rating, MMR, which is closely tied to CSR, but led to some confusion when viewing the ranks in the post-game carnage report. Or, you know, CSR and MMR just confusing in and of themselves, but whatever the fuck, who cares? Even though our system will still show your MMR and is still the underlying basis of CSR, we expect that this new approach, combined with the CSR improvements landing in the winter update, will make matchmaking feel fairer and more focused on winning rather than in-game performance. Wonderful. Wonderful indeed. And then this is probably the biggest one in terms of competitive sense. It's time for the Sandbox Balance Updates by... Unishek. Winter update balance adjustments. The plasma pistol. Increase the base shot damage from 20 to 28. Increase the charge shot angular velocity from 20 to 35 degrees per second. And increase charge shot guided angular velocity at rest from 50 to 70 degrees per second. In other words, they beefed it up just slightly. So maybe it'll hit targets more frequently. We'll have to wait and see. The pulse carbine got a little bit of a buff as well. Increase guided angular velocity at rest from 25 to 35 degrees per second. Decrease the velocity from 50 to 30 degrees. Increase the target leading fraction uh, from 0.35 to 1. And increase the guided projectile error radius from 0.2 to 0.22 degrees. If you want to read more about this, check out the article. I'm just going to fucking go through this quickly. The commando, they beefed it up. I'm just afraid. I don't want it to be a laser. That's all. You know, well, it's a laser with the pros. I'm, you know, like, yeah, now it might be a laser with casuals like us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they increase headshot prioritization angle. They increase the bullet magnetism. They increase the aim assist and they decrease the minimum error angle. Okay. So they, they beefed it a little bit. So we'll see what happens. Have a great night, Justin. Enjoy hockey. Hope you win. And then the BR. They actually nerfed slightly. They wanted to make it a little bit more difficult to use, as in you have to work to make that last headshot count. Okay? So headshot prioritization angle has been reduced. The bullet magnetism angle and range and falloff range have all been reduced as well. With the network issues that <laughs> oh, exist... Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know if this is the right call because... I have games where I feel like I'm right on someone's head and it's not getting that last headshot. Sure. 
and now you're making it harder. Yeah. See, desync was never really the true, uh, the true enemy in the game. It's now the BR nerf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see how this all pans out because we know that a lot of the pros have been asking for a harder to use BR. They feel it's too easy to use too easy yeah. to get kills. Um, so hopefully this makes it to where they want it to be. All right. The frag grenade, they increased the detonation timer by 0.2 seconds. So why is this important? Well, uh, grenades are fucking crazy in infinite. And now they increase the, the detonation timer by 0.2 seconds. So you have just that added split second of an ability to get away before a grenade explodes frag. That is okay. The one that caused the biggest kerfuffle online, the snap slide. They fixed a physics bug that allowed snap sliding. And this is what they had to say. Movement is always tricky to balance. We want to allow players to express their movement skill in matches, but we also don't want that movement tech to completely break maps or create, or create unpredictable gameplay flow. For example, curb sliding and its current uses have been fun to watch and hasn't been interrupted gameplay flow too much. On the other hand, snap sliding allows players to make jumps that could truly break the game flow. So, yeah, snap sliding goes bye-bye. I'm okay with it. Yeah. In a sense, not a lot of people could actually accomplish it in game. Yeah. You can still curb slide. You can still curb slide. I, I'm so it's fine. It is a it is a it is a break in the skill gap, which I understand. Um but at the same time. Now I I, I understand the argument, right? Because like in my mind, if it wasn't meant to be there, take it out. But then at the same time, like other, like how, yes, I mean, if you think about Halo 2, you had the BXR and the BXB. Those weren't technically intended to be there either, but they could never really be patched out, I guess you could say. Yeah. But that did add to that skill gap, right? Um, it's it's those types of things. So I see the argument on why, P, on why pros want it in because it adds to the skill gap. But at the same time, I look at it as, well, if it was never meant to be there, just, you know, take it out. So Justice says, is it me or is 343 really controlling on how they want the game to be played? Like if a new element creates skill gap, why is that such a bad thing? And that's that's the argument, right, Justice? That's the argument. But the, the problem, I, I can see it from their standpoint as, like I can see it from the development standpoint as, well, this was never supposed to be here well, and we don't want our map flow to be broken. I forget. I think it. I saw a tweet. Or maybe it was Aquarius where like you could snap slide from like top mid into the base. And if a team is like carrying a flag, right. And you're able to get top mid and then snap slide into that base and disrupt where you realistically shouldn't be able to get there. Like that team worked that hard to get that flag and do whatever. Like, I don't know. I get how it can be punishing to have in the game. Yeah. And I think, I think Tony, uh, why not retweeted a clip um, of somebody doing it? And he's like, if I ever saw somebody doing this in matchmaking, I quit immediately. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it, it is really hard to hit. Um, it takes a lot of practice to do. And Uncle Pumpy, welcome back, says, uh, I spent 45 minutes trying to do a snap slide on recharge, and I'm convinced it's impossible. We're just not pros, Uncle, you know? We're just not pros. Uh, but no, Justice, I hear where you're coming from. Because... 
yes, it does feel as though they're controlling in a sense of how they want the game to be played because it's their game. They're the ones that made it. And yes, the pros are trying to cater the experience to how they want to play it within the overall structure of the game. And when they find these, I don't want to use the word exploit, but when they find these unintended behaviors within the game and they utilize these and call them skill gaps, I can see how they'd be frustrated that, well, you're removing a skill gap from our made from our game, which separated this, which separated this game from others and also separated our skill from others. And I can totally see that. Um, and Beth, you're not wrong. Bound does like to complain. You're not wrong. Um, but no, I, I bound wasn't the only person I saw personally, but still it's, it, yeah, it, it sucks. It's a, you know, I will say, I feel that this is, this isn't as detrimental as like the, the skill jumps. Yes. You know, that were removed and then the community had massive backlash and like, okay, 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 okay. We'll add some back, but not all of them because you're right. These don't really break the flow of the map. These ones do. So we're going to take those the fuck out, but the majority of them don't. They add to the skill gap. Here you go. So there's that. And then the disruptor, uh, they increase the magazine ammo count from 10 to 12. You have a couple more pew pews from eco. He says, I need to play this update before giving my thoughts, but overall it seems good. We need to address shock and spike grenades though. And Tashi replied and says, we're having active discussions about those. No changes to report, but it's not something being ignored. And excuse me, that's again, I just want to hit that point home is that for those out there. And I, I, I can't say this enough because we have new listeners all the time, but like, I can't say this enough. If you feel as though that your opinion is not being heard, that your criticism is not being heard, your feedback, good or bad is not being heard. It is being heard. They look at everything, not just a pro player's perspective, but they look at everything. So play the update, gather your feedback and post it. Um, clear, concise, respectfully at a forum that they pay attention to and they'll read it. They'll look at it. Future updates, desync, aiming, and more. Beyond the winter update, though, we do uh, we do know that there's still some more to go after to improve the feel of the game. So in the next few months, we'll be releasing balance updates, mouse and keyboard input improvements, and bug fixes for networking desync issues faster than we have been previously. In addition to any of the topics that may emerge after the winter update, here are a few other things that are on our list for the next few months. PC and mouse and keyboard input improvements. Aiming improvements. Um, we know there's room for improvement and some updates are on the way, but they're not fucking talking about that. Oh boy. Oh boy. How the turntables will. Oh boy. Red reticle on PC. Huh? Red reticle has been a common piece of feedback since flighting. And we're happy to bring to be bringing it online in the future while turning this on for PC does open the game up to new cheating vectors. We want to enable this and better support our PC players. If a plethora of cheats pop up because of this, we may need to reconsider, but until then we're excited to see how this feels for PC players. Fuck that though. Here's my piece of feedback. If you are going to re-enable something that should have been fucking enabled from the get-go, let's be real. 
that if you're going to enable this on PC finally, and you're worried about new cheats popping up, here's an idea. Create something to mitigate those cheats from happening. Like, did, don't they have an internal anti-cheat platform? Yes. I rest my case. There might be some stuff in place already, but you can't prepare for everything. People are going to find ways around it. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But I'm saying add preventative measures if those things come out. Like, that's, yeah. Elated Dartboard says, I hate the way they're wording like uh, this, like the effects of it weren't already in the game. They're literally just having the reticle change color. But dude, it's a big deal. <laughs> Fucking red now, man. God damn. Trust me, I thought it was fucking stupid how it wasn't in the game from the get-go, but here we are. At least it's coming back at some point in time. Scroll wheel! We felt this one, too. When using a scroll wheel to swap weapons, sometimes it would it would double swap, essentially why whine? We'll be updating how the game reads scroll wheel inputs to help reduce how often this happens. Good. Walk key. Right now, walking on mouse and keyboard has two modes. Full walking speed or crouch walking. On controller, you can choose to walk slowly or to and avoid radar detection just by how much you move the thumbstick. Since keyboards only have the walk forward at full speed option, we'll be introducing a way for them to walk at a slower speed without needing to fully crouch walk in a future update. So wouldn't this be like a holding down, um, what is it? Is it like holding down alt and walking at the same time? Yeah. That's that's the typical key bind, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Or control. Uh, yeah. One of the two. It's controller alt. Um, again, why that wasn't there from the get go, never know, but oh well. Networking desync improvements, ghost melees, ghost melees, hitting a player and seeing them walk away unscathed or worse, hitting you back and killing you is extremely frustrating. We focused on this one due to how unfun it can be, but we're happy to say that we're testing some improvements for a few different bugs that were resulting in melee registration issues. Good to hear. Blank shots. We mentioned it a bit above, but the fake reload issue is one reason contributed to why players could have blank shots. We know there are other instances of shots not counting aside from fake reloads, and we'll be going after those too, but we're happy to be bringing this out first. Oh, God. And then vehicle teeth. Jesus fucking Christ. Since we've seen that players are more likely to experience full desyncs when operating a vehicle than moving around as a Spartan because, you know, gotta go fast, we set our sights on crushing bugs in this space. You can expect some targeted vehicle desync improvements in the next update. Have you seen that when you're playing though? Like oh, the vehicles God. going oh, through the yeah. air, and it's just like it's awful. It's awful. Balance updates. Again, this is all coming down the line. This is this all none of this is coming in the winter update. This is all drop shot. The drop shot or drop weapon meta, which allowed players to pull up their secondary weapon faster by dropping their primary weapon, was interesting at first, but ultimately became problematic during normal gameplay. We kept an eye on it, especially in high-level matches, and agreed with community feedback that it is just too strong for how easy it is to pull off. Yeah, you press a fucking button. As a result, we're planning to bring the drop shot time in line with the speed of just swapping weapons in a future update. Great. That's great. Thruster. While we do want equipment to tip the scales of a fight, we've started to see Thruster come out on top of 1v1 engagements more than we intended. 
We plan on adjusting this a bit to make sure it's no longer tipping the scales too far in one direction. And you know what? Believe it or not, I agree with this because thrust did feel like a like a win button. You know? Yeah, it uh, you know, breaks uh aim assist. You're yeah. Will! Yeah! I never asked for this. I'm asking for it now. Hit me with a motherfucking drum roll, please. We've noticed that the energy sword can be a little too effective on maps with tighter corners. To help bring it in line with where we'd like, we'll be updating the melee trade logic on the energy sword. Holy fuck! Woo! Right now, if both players are no shields and they melee each other, the player with the energy sword will survive with a sliver of health. Because why? This upcoming update will update the melee logic so both players trade melees and fucking die, which should help prevent the energy sword from just tearing through teams without trading. Woo! Finally. Oh my God. Oh, yes. Oh my God. Honest to God. Honest to God. I didn't think they'd do it. Honest to God, I didn't think they'd do it. I could not, when I first read that, I could not have been fucking happier. I can't be happier now. Do you think it'll bring it back into competitive play? I hope so, man. I hope so. I really do. Like, I'm all for competitive integrity, absolutely. I think that's the whole point of this, is that it's supposed to bring it back with being a competitive integrity. uh, an integral part of the competitive sandbox. I, oh my God. Beth says, I'm going to, I'm going to still yeet it off the map every chance I get though. Beth, don't get me wrong. I hate playing against it, but, and, and the worst part is, is that this change isn't coming right away with the winter update, but right. I, that I'm so excited to see this finally be fucking implemented. I, oh my God. Oh Yes. And then competitive weapon respawn timers. Throughout Halo Infinite's first HCS season, the amount of power through on-map pickups like weapons on each arena map had become a common discussion point. Most competitors felt like there was too much power on the map for pickup, which allowed the matches to snowball. To help address this, we'll be reducing how quickly weapons respawn, as well as how many of each weapon can be on the map at any given time in ranked arena. We'll share full details around these changes before they land in a future update, in which case that's coming fucking down the line at some point in time. Um, Kenny says, I bet you pros, uh, still keep a GA when it comes out just cause some people think it shouldn't be there. Uh, Kenny, you know what? I'm going to play devil's advocate here and I bet they will play with it first and they will determine it after the fact. I truly believe yeah. that the pros have an open mindset in terms of wanting things back. Um, maybe the mangler's too far gone at this point, but I think one of the main problems with the sword is that there was no melee trading and the uh, the counters to it were few and far between. So bringing the melee trade into it, I think, could be very beneficial. And I think pros would have an open mindset to test it first before jumping to conclusions. But if they if if they agree, if whatever that private message group is, if they agree that it's still out of out of whack, then I mean, hey, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Oh. Yeah, the competitive weapon respawn timer is another good change. Coming down the line. I wonder if, you know, 
putting the mangler basically at that tier two and having it limited to only say two on a map at a time mm-hmm. will reintroduce it. It very well could. I like the melee change, so we'll have to wait and see. And that's it for the competitive updates in regards to everything that's happened. Let's get into the general updates. Um, the playlist schedule for the winter update by Unishek. It's okay. Well, I got you. The playlist structure. There are some playlists that have performed well and others that didn't. The ones that have continued to perform well will be sticking around as more established fixtures in our matchmaking offering. The goal is to keep these healthy playlists, ones with good search times, lower latency, and balanced matches, in as permanent offerings, while others rotate through to to provide fresh experiences. Halo Infinite's playlist offering will continue to evolve and shift in response to player behavior in-game, where players spend their time, and community feedback. Because God forbid you have 10 playlists in the game at any given time, because we all can't be like Call of Duty. With that in mind, here is a look at the playlist plan that will be landing with the winter update on November 8th. The permanent playlists include Quick Play, Big Team Battle, Ranked Arena, Fiesta, Tactical Slayer, it's called fucking SWAT, and Team Slayer. Rotational playlists. You have a rotational core slot, which is a playlist that is typically close to the core Halo gameplay experience, similar to Quick Play. These can include Team Snipers, Team Doubles, etc., And the Winter Update's first core rotational will be Covert One Flag, our new mode, on various maps. And then the Rotational Social Slot, which is a playlist that is usually closer to the fun, social, and wacky side of Halo. This can be Social Slayer, Big Team Social, Rumble Pit, etc. I fucking hate how... Like, I get it. Team Slayer is not a ranked playlist, so that is just Slayer if you want a social Slayer experience. But then you have Social Slayer, which they've re-fucking done to include these weird game modes. Also, Kong Slayer ain't it. Winter Update's first social rotational playlist will be Social Slayer, which includes fun-filled modes like Kong Slayer. Ain't fucking fun. Purple Rain and Rockin' Repulsors. Our goal is to have rotational core and rotational social slots update every two weeks on alternating weeks, meaning a new experience will roll into matchmaking every week. This is very similar to the setup that Halo 5 used post-launch to rotate through multiple playlists as well, because again, God forbid you have more than 10 at any given time. The plan is to hit this increased cadence, but playlist management will need to adapt and remain fluid based on community input and production realities. Additionally, once a playlist rotates out, we'd like to refresh its content with different map and mode combinations before it returns. Whether that means new maps or modes, or simply changing the map and mode combos, we want each playlist to have something different about it when it comes back. Justice, get out of here. Playlist schedule. Below is an example of what it could look like as a calendar view. The playlists that rotate in and out are always subject to change based on the live nature of the game, but this should provide a good idea of how the rotational schedule will function. Here's what it could look like when the winter update kicks off. Yes, they emphasize what it could look like because, you know, it's a live service game, guys. Everything's subject subject to change in a live service game. So yeah, if you were hoping to play ranked doubles again, that will be coming back maybe on November 11th. I mean, November 22nd. I'm stupid. November 22nd. And if you wanted to play ranked lone wolves, 
that will maybe hopefully be coming back on December 6th. So there's that. And then uh, the pictures of and everything is included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. So if you want to see the pictures yourselves, go look there. Back to the Halo Infinite Forge beta FAQ by 343 Industries. So Forge will technically be launching Will as a beta. Because everything launches a fucking beta in this game. But rest assured that it's still incredibly powerful with immense functionality that will continue to improve and evolve over time. And don't let that beta moniker fool you. This... <coughs> this free update... What was that? I don't know! I got a fucking tickle in my throat! This free update will be... Per- the, that was karma coming back to me. Like, how dare you make fun of us calling shit betas? All right? Is they even say, don't let the beta moniker fool you. This free update will be permanently added to the game for everybody. And once it's here, it's here to stay, along with all the content being created. So fuck your beta. Speaking of beta, here's the FAQ. Will 343 be adding community maps into matchmaking regularly? How easy or difficult is that to do? Well, we want to do that as soon as possible. But, you know. We're 343. It's going to take some time. It first requires content to be created by the community. You know, you need Forge to do that. Then 343 needs to identify that content and work with the author or authors to make sure that content meets our functional requirements. Works as expected, performs well, etc. Once the content has been finalized, we then need to add it to a playlist. We do have plans. For a Forge playlist that highlights only community-created content. We're eager to see how the community embraces Forge and will look for opportunities to continue evolving our approach for Forge content and matchmaking as warranted. The only thing I'm going to fucking say regarding that potential Forge playlist is that I don't want it to be rotational. I want the content within it to be rotational, but I don't want the playlist to be rotational. You feel me? That's what I want. Is it possible to add campaign AI and forge? Are y'all working on it? Well, guess what? It's fucking possible. And they are working on it. They're working on how to best bring those features from our internal tools into forge at a later date. We see a lot of potential in allowing players to create experiences that lean into cooperative PVE space. Good news is that with the addition of nav mesh and the support of AI controlled bots, we're already got a head start on pushing further into this area. We're not announcing anything today, and this is a long lead work. But it's definitely an opportunity we're interested in and excited to pursue. Will custom game modes using will custom game modes made using Forge's new visual scripting be able to be shared independently from the maps they were created on as custom game modes? Not at launch. Maybe later. Now, how can I download maps from other people? Well, you can use the community tab to find custom content to play. 343 will also be featuring cool community content in the recommended menu and popular maps, modes, and prefabs will show up in their respective menus. You can set them up, you can then set up a custom game with that content to play with friends and etc. Once season three lands, you'll be able to find active games in progress via custom game browser. And you can stay tuned for additional ways to find and share content, which we'll get to at the end of this shit. Miss Kitty, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Will we ever get banished and covenant structures in mass like 400 and human pieces? 
Well, they're adding more objects to the foreigner object set, and then they will move to creating the banished palette. Other design palettes, Flood and Covenant, are top of the mind, but we have not finalized plans for those yet. We understand how much variety and flexibility these sets bring to Forge Creations, and we'll add more as fast as we can. Now, you say you'll add more features once Forge is released. Now, what features do you add? Do you plan to add at a later later date? Right now, the team is focused on supporting the Forge beta launch. Once we go live, here are the highly requested features we'll be diving deeper into. Will one of these kind of blew my mind? Okay. Okay. Because I thought this was going to be in the in the Forge beta at launch, but it's not. First up is mini mini game game modes. Okay. AI spawning tools. All right. Editing on dev maps. So yes, that's right. When the Forge beta releases tomorrow, hopefully, if everything goes according to plan, you will not be able to edit dev-made maps. Which we did see some screenshots in the, the leaks of like live fire being uh, edited with trees, plants, whatever. So the only thing I'm worried about now is that, again, we will not get a separation between the HCS and the ranked playlist in Infinite because you're not going to be able to do it yet. But that's kind of besides the point. We'll also be continuing our dialogue with the Forge community and integrating bug fixes, quality of life updates, content drops, and feature work based on that feedback. Now, do you plan to add water? Yeah, they're working on it. Next up, Halo Waypoint Content Browser. This is by Alex Wakeford. This was released today. And this is the other portion of that article that they like teased, right? Halo Waypoint's content browser is how you can search for and bookmark Forge creations from other players. We're bringing this powerful in-game tool, which can be accessed from the main menu's community tab, to Halo Waypoint, putting it in the hands of our players wherever they may be. At the landing page of the Halo Waypoint content browser, you'll find 343 recommended content, as well as popular maps, modes, and prefabs. These are things like Forge objects and scripting node graphs created by other players that you can download and place in your maps. So yes, it'll be on Waypoint. Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. Match XP beta and progression by Alex Wakeford. The match XP beta. With match XP, players will be rewarded for playing whatever mode they want. And your performance in those matches will tie into those rewards. And as such, when the winter update launches, the majority of XP that you will earn will come from match XP. Match XP consists of the following. You get XP for completing matches, and you get additional XP for your performance in the match. This accounts for things like being on the winning team, your end of match placement, and more. The reason we're calling this the match XP beta is because we're going to be monitoring the values for each reward category, adjusting them as we move forward with this new model. This means that the values when the winter update launches will not be final. And you can expect to see them tuned up or down to provide an enhanced earn rate. And as an example, here is the XP distribution. So it looks like on an arena match completion, you get 150 XP. If you're in the top 50% of your team, you get 50 XP. If you're on the winning team, you get 50 XP. And if you're the MVP of that match, you get 50 XP. Challenges and ultimate rewards. Now, this is fucking great. Okay? I'm not fucking kidding. This change is incredible. 
With the winter update, we're looking to evolve this system as we pursue the goal of helping players progress their battle pass at a faster rate in response to community feedback. This means that the system will transition to be match XP focused with challenges providing a bonus boost. Completion of challenges will still provide some XP, but they will now primarily serve as a path towards earning customization items each week through the ultimate reward. This system is getting an overhaul of its own based on player feedback, which can be summarized in three main points. One, we're reducing the number of challenges required to hit the ultimate challenge from 20 to 10. Damn. How fucking great is that? Will... It gets better. All right, let's keep rolling. All challenges and regular weekly decks can be completed in any playlist. I don't have to spend my time in Rumble Pit? No, you do not. Woo! Give us a yeah, fucking... That's a fucking... Woo! But it even gets better than that. Better than that. Because challenges are more general overall. <laughs> the winter update will mark the beginning of shifting all challenges to be playlist agnostic. For the time being, event challenges will remain in their current form tied to their respective event playlists, but players can expect to see this change in the future as well. Okay? So while events stay the same for now, that will be updated too. These overhauls to progression also mean that a fire team of friends can stick together and move through their weekly challenges and battle passes without needing to worry about each player's individual challenges. It's so great. Holy fucking shit. It's like, whoa, you want to play like, with your friends? When like me, you and goalie were playing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well I can do this challenge in this playlist and you can do a couple in that, but now he can't. It's like, it gets frustrating, right? You want to get through your stuff as fast as possible. Literally after every game, we would ask each other, okay, what challenges do you have? What challenges do you have? Yep. Oh, do we need to go do a couple land grab games? Like, you know? Yep. As we're looking to address a lot of the community feedback we received around challenges and we're shifting the, and we're shifting the philosophy, the winter updates, ultimate rewards will also, okay. So this is good or bad, depending upon if you have all the weekly, uh, weekly ultimates. The winter updates ultimate rewards will feature the most popular ultimate rewards from seasons one and two to help players get another chance to earn them in case they missed them last time. Okay. I see that as a good and a bad thing. Yes. There will not be new weekly ultimate rewards through the winter update. Okay. There will be ultimate rewards from seasons one and two, the, the most popular ones they will be included. And yes, I agree with you. I see this being a good and a negative thing, depending for, upon what you have. Yeah, for for having the easier system and people who didn't want to grind for the some cool stuff before, there was good stuff out there. Mm -hmm. uh, being able to have an opportunity to finally get it. But then again, there's there's the complaint of, oh, well, there's no new content for it right now then. Exactly. Um, but my hope is that we're just going to get better stuff in season three. Agreed. Um, that's what... I've had a few people like talk. I was even today talking some halo at work with some people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, well, if, if you haven't started playing yet, I guess if you want to get used to some things, you can start playing now. But I, honestly, I've been telling people wait till season three comes out like the full actual season three. I think it'll be in a much better spot, especially if they get those decent things through before then. Um, I think season three, we're going to be in a good stride. Not great, but good. I yeah, I agree with you. Um it's it's just like 
we could always we could always shit on oh it's taken them so long to do this why hasn't if why didn't this why wasn't this the launch of the game this would have been so much better blah 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 we can dwell on that all you want to but the fact of the matter is there's no point in dwelling on it because it's it's in the past yes it does suck but at the same time i am very thankful that we're getting these changes now um these are all changes for the better and i'm it's things like this legitimately it is changes like this changes that i've been for for lack of a better term complaining about ever since the launch of the game that made me not want to play the game you know it's it the the way the way it's worked before is made me not want to play the game but now these changes that are coming out like changes like this make me want to play the game again and make me want to play it for longer stretches of time so that's why i'm genuinely excited for this like all of this is like no we are listening yes it's taken some time to get some of these things implemented but we hear you we respect you that's a big thing we respect you and this is what we're going to do to alleviate your your grievances fuck yes like I, I threw in a few jabs every now and again as we're reading through this. Like, don't get me wrong. I like I still, yeah, it is what it is. But giving credit where credit is due, a lot of these changes are absolutely amazing. So, um, diligent says they need monthly and seasonal challenges and ultimates. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Good piece of feedback. Something to ultimately work towards throughout the month or the season or whatever it is. Well, I, I guess for season, you could say that's the, the battle pass to sure. provide you, right? Absolutely. You're going for that tier 100. Now, Absolutely. I think a lot of people agreed the way items are divvied out in the battle pass could be a bit better. Mm-hmm. L- grouping together, and this is another piece of feedback, grouping together like shoulder pieces into one Yeah, because like, why am I at 57 unlocking the left shoulder or my left shoulder? And then... Um, you know, at 60, I'm getting the right. Exactly. It's just having them in two separate tiers is stupid to begin with. So hopefully they get that alleviated as well, but whatever. Um, and then career progression. We'll have more to share on that in the future, but it is important to plant a stake in the ground at this point and make clear that what's coming in the winter update is just the beginning of broader changes to come. Hell yes. And finally, this is the end. This is the end of our topic right now. The battle pass preview by Alex Wakeford. Based around fan favorite Halo Reach cosmetics, the, this battle pass celebrates a year of Halo Infinite with a return to the Heroes of Reach theme. And speaking of celebrations, make sure you head over to the shop when the update drops to pick up your free birthday bash kill effect gift. You ready to hear from birthday party in every match? Yeah. It's going to be good. I can't wait. <laughs> um, because The reason why I say that is because the, uh, that fucking, um, the yapping event. That, that free 10 tier event, you know? Yes. I was hoping that the kill effect in that was going to be their version of Grunt Birthday Party, but it wasn't. Me too. Yeah. And Me now we too. finally get it and it's free for everybody. That's awesome. Which, yeah. Love that. More like a celebration, if you will. Yeah. Yes. The Winter Update Battle Pass will be the first one that players can progress with the new match XP system, which, which you can read about more, which we already did. Though if you've not completed your season one or season two battle passes, you'll be able to progress them with match XP as well. This is our first step in overhauling player progression in Halo Infinite, and we're keen to hear your feedback about how this new approach feels. So let us know online and on our forums. Hell yes. And then I thought I put it in here, but I guess I... Oh, I did. It's just in the actual news. So with that, that's the end of our topic. Good changes. Um, 
like you said before, we could dwell on what should have been there, but making progress to where it needs to be and they are listening, it, it just it feels good. And I, th- I think it'll only get better after this winter update in season three. Could not agree more. There are some things that, uh, like if, if I want to be on the, the critical feedback part right now, is that it does suck still that a lot of the things we talked about earlier in the topic aren't coming with the winter update. They're being worked on for future updates past it. Yes. But they did say that a lot of the things they're working on are within that three-month stretch. Okay, so hopefully we won't wait too long for some of these things to be fixed. Um, but the other thing that irks me a little bit is that even after those three months, there's still desync things that need to be worked on. And I know that desync will never fully go away, um, but man, it's just, it's just a hindrance on what would be an amazing product overall. Um, but no, I agree with you. I think a lot of the changes in here are fantastic. Uh, the sword melee changes that are going to be coming are just like blow me away. I'm so happy about that. Um, and just the big changes to the challenges, the big changes to max to match XP coming. It just, again, it's those types of changes that make me want to play the game and play the game more super excited. And with that, let's get into the regular news. Holy moly. The halo support page has been updated and guys, they did something that just mind boggling how it took this long, but again, not to dwell on the past. It's finally done now. You can now report a player and submit a bug report from the main fucking screen. No more clicking on an article and scrolling all the way down and be like, report an issue. No, 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 no. Scroll down, Will. You can do it right there. Scroll down. You can do it right there. Right fucking there. Great. It is fucking great. God. I still believe we need an in-game report system, but this is the right step. Will, we're trying to focus on the okay, positive. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, we got easier reporting. Woo! Speaking of good shit, what have I told you, Will, that if you're playing Infinite on PC with NVIDIA graphics cards, maybe it won't crash as often anymore if you fucking update your goddamn drivers. Something tells me that... It did it not work for you? Well, I don't play... On PC. On PC. Okay. But did you hear what this NVIDIA update did to other games? Oh, Modern Warfare 2? Yeah, it caused more, cost, uh, caused yeah, more crashes on Modern Warfare 2. Who cares about Call of Duty uh, as we play it? As we've been playing, yeah. But NVIDIA has released a new graphics driver that will improve this Halo Infinite crash. Download this new driver from the NVIDIA support site. Link included in the Google Doc of the show to the show. Adidas! Halo Infinite NMD V3 Adidas, by the way, uh, yeah. available now globally and at select retailers. This is the Halo shoe by Adidas. Um, it's basically like based off Cortana and or Cortuna Impostana. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Haven't used that name in a while. Yep. I'm stoked. Ray Tracing is coming in season three of Halo Infinite by AMD. Ray Trace Shadows are coming to Arena and BTB. Okay. So there you go. Nice. And then, yes, uh, get the jokes ready. Halo 4, 10th anniversary. This is by Alex, Alex Wakeford. Looking to the future of Halo 4 as part of Halo the Master Chief Collection, we've got a number of exciting things being cooked up. First of all, mod tools. 
We'll also be implementing new skulls to the game, namely Acrophobia and Bandana, along with the golden MOA collectibles in the campaign and some legacy multiplayer perks that haven't yet come to MCC. Theater mode is a beloved feature for Halo fans. And so, perhaps saving the best news for last, drum roll please. No, don't actually fucking do that. This game does not deserve that. Uh, we're looking to get theater mode operation for both a, a Halo 4 campaign and Spartan Ops for all players. I actually had no idea that it didn't exist in the first place, but here we are. Um, so when will these things be coming? Well, some are due to arrive later this month with the November MCC content update, while others are a little further down the road. So stay tuned for further information. And finally, the Halo Infinite Winter Update release times. And uh, if you're in the central time zone like we are, 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you're across the pond, um, you can go ahead and check out the infographic in the Google Doc of the show. And so the show, check what time it's releasing in your respective region. And again, this is if everything goes according to plan. There's no server hiccups. There's no bullshit. Online games tend to have bullshit. So we'll have to wait and see. But there you go. That's it for the regular news. God, the games are watch Saying that we don't give a shit about COD, and yet here we are talking about COD. Yeah. Something I forgot to include in last week's episode, but I'll just include here. Scump announces his final year of competing in Call of Duty. And I can't believe I forgot to include that. Yeah, that was big. Um, it's huge. I just, he's like a staple of the scene, you know? Mm-hmm. And it sounds like he's going to go into content creation. But to not have him competing is like... It's just wild to me. He was the, he was the, he's still the oldest player now in the scene, right? Because Krim announced his retirement. Yeah. So he's the last one, right? Last one. Um, so yeah, this is his last year competing in Call of Duty. What if he comes to Halo? No, he probably he won't. won't. He won't. Fuck that. There's <laughs> no point. Um, Scump formal in Halo what? Dude, imagine. Oh no. Then they're going to talk about dropping APG again. No. Yeah, I know. I don't want that shit. No, to no, no, no. Never no, mind. No, no, I didn't no, say no, shit. No. Exactly. <laughs> Get that mouth fucking shut. Um, ranked play is coming in 2023 by Treyarch studios. Ranked play arrives in modern warfare two in 2023. And we're working with our partners to deliver competitive modes, ranked skill divisions, visible skill ratings, top 250 leaderboard and competitive rewards. In the meantime, modern warfare two players can throw down in the CD throw down in the CDL mosh pit arriving at the start of season one. We'll, sh- we'll have more details about what and where you'll be playing closer to the launch. And, uh, Later on in that thread, Treyarch said that all of this is happening due to the immense support that was received um, in Vanguard for ranked play. So That's awesome. Yeah, uh, keep playing it, and like they'll keep doing it, which is great. And then uh, a lot of people are upset, but the official CDL 2023 competitive rule set version 1.0 maps and modes have been released. It's by the Call of Duty League, and uh, literally they announced this earlier today. And then later today, they updated the map pools. So here are the updated map pools. Um, for Hardpoint, there's Al- uh, Albagra Fortress. Or is it Albagra? Who gives a shit? Oh, you need to reload to see it. Sorry. Might be. Let's go through it. Breenberg Hotel, Embassy, Mercado Las Almas, and Zarg- Zargua Hydroelectric. Search and Destroy includes Albagra Fortress, uh, Breenberg Hotel, El Asilo, Embassy and Mercado Las Almas. See a trend? And then control includes Albagra Fortress, Breenberg Hotel, and El Asilo. 
See, uh, you know, yeah. Well, you know the controversies. Um, they're being there's lawsuits over copyright infringement on some of the maps that they wanted to include, mm. especially like the F1 map, um, mm. and some others as well. I don't remember the other two. But okay, that's why this keeps changing, and we'll hopefully get more maps in the future. You know what? I'll wait till we get to Will's Adventures, um, which is basically now. So that's it for kind of the game. So it's time for Will's Adventures of the Day Lovers and Call of Duty 2. <laughs> <laughs> Will, which play last week? Um, I played a little bit of Halo Infinite. Ooh. I started going for the challenges. Mm-hmm. I had to test out my new 2K monitor. Ooh. So very excited for that. Ooh. Colors look great. I'm ex- I'm, I'm excited. Mm. Um, Vase amount. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. We talked about that. that yeah. I bought. So <laughs> I wanted to vase amount my monitors because I was tired of them being on my desk. Mm-hmm. I bought a mount, had it shipped. It came. I was so excited. And I'm like, I open it and it's like, it's in pieces. Like, oh, no. I need to fully build this thing. Fuck that. And I was like. Uh, this can wait. So it's still <laughs> sitting behind my desk. It'll, I'll get it done eventually when I have time. But yeah. Um, no, it played some infinite. I was going for the ultimate. And I, and I got to a point where um, I have four or th- three challenges. Win two games of Tactical Slayer. Win two games of Tactical Slayer. Mm. Win four games of Tactical Slayer. I started playing some Tactical Slayer. SWAT. And, uh, See you later, Diligent. Have you know, day. I just, I couldn't win a game. I, di- I didn't matter. It didn't matter if I was going like, you know, 15 and seven. I just couldn't win a game. So I said, screw this. I'm done with the, with the ultimate. Maybe it'll come around in, in the winter update and I'll try, I'll get it again. But um, I just got so worn out by doing the challenges and not playing how I want to play. Mm-hmm. So went off of Halo Infinite and I bought Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Yes, you fucking did, baby. Uh, jumped in. Jumped in with some members of the community on one of the nights. Um, I have to dial in my settings a little bit more. Still sure. trying to like, I don't know. Something feels off with my sensitivity. I'm having a sensitivity crisis, but uh, it's understandable. It's new, so I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, but I am enjoying it for what it is. I know what to expect from Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to get better and learn the maps more. So I have a friend who has been playing a lot and wants me to play with him. And I'm like, I don't know where I need to be looking yet. Sure. <laughs> so I'm just going to go through, learn, and then jump into more. Because he, he likes to play Search and Destroy, which highly competitive as a newbie. Probably shouldn't be jumping into that right away. But um, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. It's, it's competitive, but yet casual enough where I can just sit back and enjoy. It is fun. It is fun. Agreed. So, yeah. Those are the only two games I've played this week. What about you, Josh? I only have two as well. Halo is not one of them. I played Marvel Snap, which is a mobile card game. Okay. And it's uh, free to play because they all are. And uh, it's not pay to win because all you pay for basically are are uh, visual upgrades to your cards. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's great. Okay. It's, a, it's a lot of fun. It's really quick. It's a lot of fun. And then I also play Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Uh, I think the campaign is awful and... There's that. I think I talked about that last week. And then you were not, I think in a minority of that. 
Oh, I, th- I think that campaign is god awful. Huh. It is awful. There, spoiler alert, there is a tank boss fight. Cool. Oh, no, it ain't fucking cool. It's tank awful. beats everything. It is awful. Uh, Matt Town asks, favorite HCS team? Well, oh, I'm not. Oh, I, I switched hoodies. You did. Uh, not just because they've won, because but because I love the players on the team, and I loved it when Pasola was on the roster as well, Because and they were also formerly Envy. Okay? With that out of the way, it's Optic right now. Yeah. It is my favorite HCS team as it stands. And, and for me, it was... It was Envy. Yes. I People can say I was never an Optic fan until this Envy merger. You hated them. With Optic. I didn't like how they were. They were so big. They were so big. The yeah. top dogs. I always rooted for the underdog. I was such a fan of this Envy squad. Mm-hmm. And they joined Optic. And I'm like, well, shit. Now I'm going to. Now I, I got, I got, I'm going to root for Optic because I like these guys. And then yeah. the Optic love grew through that time. Yes. Also, Matt Town, welcome to the live show. Yes, welcome. Malib says, Marvel Snap has been so damn fun, really easy to pick up and play in the little bits here and there. It is really fun. Not an ad, but uh, it's obviously, it's free to play, and it's it's super quick games, like super, super quick games. I'll have to check it out, actually. It's sure. mobile, you said? Mobile, yep. Okay. And you're a Marvel fan. So. I'm a Marvel fan. Yes, it's a good time. Much respect to Optic. Man, I love Sentinels right now. Hey, I'm rocking the hoodie, man. I love that. I, I love how consistent they have been. Um... I did have issues with them during Halo five. If you go back and listen to way old episodes of the show. Um, but no, they, they, yeah, they're one of the best by far. And this hoodie is awesome because of that energy sword in the back. Um, and the best is having a time. I had the courage to hop in S and D either. Ain't my shit. I know that. <laughs> um, but no, I play, like I said, call of duty, my report too. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. Should I tell my, my, Search and destroy story that I told you before it started. Yeah, just one second, one second. Okay. Um, the one thing I wanted to add to playing it is that, uh, I actually feel I don't know if I'm the only one in this, but like I feel like the aiming is better than in Halo. Like I feel like the I feel like I have better aiming in Call of Duty than I do in Halo. Huh. Like I feel like I have way less of a sensitivity crisis in Call of Duty than I do in Halo, and I think that transcends uh call of duty and halo titles but whatever um okay go ahead tell your story oh yeah so <clears throat> mainly because beth brought it up again for yeah. search and destroy but i was in a match and we started off first round and we got wiped pretty quick like it was it was horrendous oh this is great and these guys are, are start talking crap in the chat because you know in between rounds you can do that now and they're going off like Oh, you guys are ass. And uh, I'm like, all right, these guys are going to be this way. I knew the routes they took uh, from, from how I died the first time. So I get in, I, we off the rip, off the rip. I get behind this area. I don't even know the maps yet, what to call them, where I was, but I knew they were coming around this corner. So I sit there, teammate throws a nade, blows up. I'm like, okay, here they come. They knew the nade was there. I chuck my nade. Triple kill right off the rip. That round ends, and I'm like, who's fucking ass now? Because I was hyped up and pissed off. And then uh, they all just, the three of them that died just left, and we had to finish out the map. Uh, oh, a fourth person left in the next round, so it was 6v2 to end out the game, which was uh, not fun, but I got my trash talking in and won us SMD D map, so I was happy. <laughs> Very nice. 
Sorry, I'm just nope. sending a message. You're, real you're quick. good. You're good. Um. Yeah, I, I just fuck. I just fucking love how you dunked on the three of them with that nade, and they're just like fuck, fucking God, fuck this. They're just out. <laughs> Hope they got a quit penalty. Yeah. <laughs> Are there quit penalties in COD? No, I don't know. Because I, I feel like oh, I'm sorry. I've quit a few games because I'm like, I've started a game. I'm like, oh crap, I gotta go do something, and I've I've left or. Um, I've crashed. There's a, there's prevalent crashing on PC. Yeah. I've crashed a few times. So I don't, I haven't received any sort of penalty that I've been aware of, but are there flags like in halo where like once you get enough, then it will result in something. Right. So I don't know because, uh, like watching, uh, teep, um, like going for weapon camos and stuff like that, watching yeah. his stream, whenever he would get something done, he would just quit the match and go on to the next one because like, I'm not going to waste my time. You know what I mean? Oh. And he never got a penalty for it. So there might not be. At least I don't think he and, did. And there, might, uh, there might be in ranked once ranked comes out, but I don't think there has ever been for quick play. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, The other thing I want to add, and I think I talked about it last week as well, best says not in pubs. Perfect. That answers that question. Uh, Again, I have yet to have an issue on the series X version of, of call of duty in terms of like crashes or whatever. I experienced the one campaign bug, but that was it. Never a multiplayer crash. Nothing like that. It's been smooth sailing for me on console, but I've heard PC players have been having a hell of a fucking time. Yeah. I've crashed. I've only crashed twice. Okay. Ah, three times, three times. And what, uh, one was, in a quick play game. So I was like, whatever mm-hmm. one was in, I guess they're all quick play, but search and destroy feels a little like ranked right now. One was in search and destroy, but since I had a friend in the game, I was able to join match mm-hmm. and I got back into the game like a round later. So was able to finish that one out at least. And then yeah, another freezing at the menu that just crashed the game. Okay. And it's weird because like I have my statistics up for like GPU heat and all that. And it's all fine. It's just the game. Nothing's nothing's causing the crashes other than the game itself. Thanks, Call of Duty. Best says me either. I've had just one crash, and you just got a Series X, Beth, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Congratulations, by the way. It sucks I, that your Series wait, X wait, wait, shipped wait. to bed, but... Oh, wait. Did, was that? Okay, never mind. Beth's, I, if I'm not mistaken, Beth had a Series S. It shit the bed, and... Didn't you have like an internal monologue about, well, it's only this much more. You just get the Series X instead. And you just went with the Series X anyway. Um, Madtown says, roommate has been playing Modern Warfare 2 on my Series X and received zero issues so far for campaign in public, but I've seen issues on my PC, but it's rare. Okay. Well, hopefully they get everything ironed out. Yeah. And uh, that'll be that. Now, I, I guess I will say too, the crashes happened in all like three separate play sessions. So it's not like I'm crashing three times a night. It's just been like once a night. Okay. And Justice says on Series S, I actually had a couple of crashes. Well, that's good to know. All right. That's it for, uh, that's all I played as well. So all right. Let's get into some uh, shout outs. <laughs> shout out to everyone and followed and subbed during the live show. We have Unstoppable BXR, Pistol RX, Jake, <laughs> Jacked and Baked. <laughs> nice. Or it's a Jaked and Baked. Either way, uh, Wes. 14 Herkev, Aura Force, Mad Town, Clutch World, 
Um, and Miss Kitty, all with the follows. Thank you all so very much. And then we had Ziggler with the five-month resub, Nergly with the three-month resub, H2 Goat Cheese with the primer, and Heavy Rainfall with the 30-month resub. You all get, whoa, thank you all very much. Greatly appreciated for the Subarinos. Um, happy belated birthday to Why Not. That's Tony, by the way, for those who don't know. It's Tony uh, backwards. It, is, it literally is Tony backwards. If people did not know that, it is. Yeah, happy belated birthday to you, sir. Hope it was a great one. Happy belated 10th anniversary to Halo 4. The best Halo game of all time. According to people who speak for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that. Congratulations to Gamers Outreach on raising over $800,000 over the course of 2022, which is a new record. It's incredible. It's fucking awesome. And they're still going because the year's not over yet. And congratulations to the HCS team on winning the Tempest Award for Best New League for Halo Infinite. And that is also fucking awesome because, yes, believe it or not, while others may think that the game is fucking dead or dying, Halo Esports is... I don't know if thriving is the word I'd use, but they are doing well. They're doing well. Based well, off the metrics that they are following, they're doing well. Yes. So. Community creations, Halo memes every day, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Check them out. AMD power plays number nine, Halo Infinite, Halo World Championship 2022 by the HCS. It's a video. Watch it. Here's another video you should watch. Gaskin at HCS Orlando vlog number two. Vlogs are great. They are fucking awesome. It's by Dan Gaskin. Just waiting for the next piece. And then hopefully he made some world's content, although his voice was kind of gone, which sucked, but it is what it is. Retrospect Halo World Championship 2022 by Forge Hub. Another video. Go watch it. Capture the Mic Episode 6, Mr. T and Crumpets by Europa Halo. Go check out that interview they did. And the best Halo merch requires the best designers by Space Station Gaming. Hell fucking Yeah. I loved that they highlighted the people behind the scenes. Yes! That are working on this stuff that me we, me and you love. The yes! Space Station gear. We've said it like since day fucking one. Yes. Since day one. Oh, man. That is so awesome. So awesome. Watch that. Watch that. Give them the love because Space Station have the best merch in the game by far. Yes. Check out the show notes with all the links. Do it up. Do it up. And that's actually all I have for the show. Therefore, Will, yeah, please do me a favor yes. and plug this motherfucker. You can find us on all of your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. All of them? Most of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and others as well, like Josh's favorite. Pocket Cast. It's not an ad. Not an ad. Uh, but it's we, a great application that I use every single day. Yeah. Uh, leave us a review and let others know about the show. Seriously, um, we don't do a lot of self-promoting out there. Word of mouth is really how the show spreads. So we do greatly appreciate it when we hear, you know, you heard, you heard about us from somewhere else, someone else. So... Thank you for those who have done that in the past. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Be sure to join the Discord. Join the community discussion. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Exclamation point Discord and chat. Or in our link tree, in our bio, on our Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, we do have one. Twitter.com slash HSProTalk. For, but for how long? Nobody knows. Oh, boy. Um, check us out on YouTube. All the old VODs. 
interview series are all up on youtube.com slash HCS Pro Talk. If you want to catch us live, if you're listening, maybe watching a, a previous VOD, uh, twitch.tv slash HCS Pro Talk, Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Time, yeah. usually. And then we also have HCSProTalk.com with a link to the merch in the top right corner. And don't forget about the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. Make sure to check out EvolvedHalo.com. Your home for Halo. They have great shows. If you want to talk about lore, Podcast Evolved. If you want to hear about missions in the Halo games, Mission Debrief. Maybe you checked out the Halo Paramount Plus TV show. They have Halo TV Plus show. Where we guested on two of the episodes. We did. Yes. Uh, if you like the Halo books, they have Book Club. If you like the, the blocks, they have builds with blocks. For your mega Who doesn't like the fucking blocks? Uh, top Halo news stories, Halo headlines, and then Halo gear guide as well. Yes. So make sure to check out EvolvedHalo.com. Swinging back to the Halo TV Plus, uh, shameless plug, I got to talk about them fucking. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, Beth, I don't believe I did include it, so if you are still here, if you wouldn't mind sending me that on Discord, and I can include it in the Google Doc of the show into the show for this week. That'd be greatly appreciated. All right. That's all I got. All right. <laughs> Thumbs up, dude. Yeah. Um, and with that, then I guess this was uh, technically shorter than I thought it was going to be. So. Yeah. We got through, through it pretty well. Good shit. You know? <laughs> Good shit. Um, I like long episodes. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, it gets kind of hot in this room. Yeah. So you're wearing a sweater. Yeah. Sweater weather. I mean, outside in this room, you could be it's, a t-shirt and shorts. It's almost winter coat weather out there with how cold it's getting. Yeah. Like how quickly, how cold it's getting. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 260 of our show. I want to thank you so much for catching the live show. If you're here tuning in live, um, if you're checking out the audio version or the VOD on YouTube, thank you very much as well. It is greatly appreciated. Just, uh, consuming it however you would like to. And, uh, yeah, I really, I don't fucking have much else to say. Oh, wait, I do. I do have something else to say. Um, I've teased it. I'm still teasing it. I'm not saying what we're doing. But uh, okay. I am teasing that uh, 2023 HCS Pro Talk, we got some big plans in the works. And uh, I'll also say, while I haven't done everything yet, I have some big, pl well, I did, I think I did mention this to you after you the did, fact you did. I did, that I have some big plans in place, um, leading up to the end of the year. Okay. So just finalizing a few things there and then that'll be ready to go. So if you, if you're listening to the end of this show, just know that again, really cool, big plans for 2023. And the other thing I'll say for that is hopefully right at the beginning of 2023 because that'll, mm. that'll be our five-year anniversary. Yes, it will be. Yes. And then um, leading up to the end of the year, some cool things in store as well. Very much looking forward to it. If, as long as we can have timelines work out, that's, that's the word timelines to work out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us. Episode 260. Thanks so much for tuning in live, watching the VOD, listening to the audio version of the show on your favorite podcast service, like Pocket Casts, not an ad. We'll be back next week to talk about, hey, guess what? Who the fuck knows? We'll have to wait and see. But until then, have a great week. 
play the update tomorrow as long as it comes out on time tomorrow. And uh, also, I will say this. Community Playdate's coming back on Friday because the update's out. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Community Playdate's back on Friday. If you haven't been a part of one yet, join the Discord, exclamation point, Discord, and chat. Check out the show notes in the description of wherever you're catching the show. We'll be back next week to talk about some more fucking crazy shit that may or may not happen in this scene that we all love or love to hate. Until then, again, bye-bye!